everybody, this is Alan Peterson with Meet the Thriller Author. And for this episode, I have Stacy Green. She writes us mysteries and psychological thrillers, so I'm uh, very excited to talk with her t- uh, here today. Uh, Stacy, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, before we get started, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, I am a working mom. I, I live in um, north central Iowa, Cedar Rapids area. I have one daughter. I started writing when she was little. I got back to it, sort of took off from there. I was lucky enough to be a stay-at-home mom, so that really helped, and things have just gone from there. You write in a couple of different genres, right? Uh, mysteries and then uh, uh, psychological thrillers? Yeah, I started out in mystery, and you know, because I was just kind of feeling my way and kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. And as I've grown more as a writer and and understood myself better, I've definitely branched into the psychological thrillers because that's what I I really love. So, how would you describe your books to someone who hasn't read any of your previous novels? Well, I would say that the Delta Crossroads series is definitely, you know, mystery suspense with romance. They're set in the Deep South. The mysteries are definitely, you know, the prime thing, but the romance is there and, you know, the relationships and everything, Um, but it's not too heavy. And then the Lucy Kendall series is a whole nother thing. Um, There's no real romance. Uh, She's pretty dark and twisted. She is, um, she is a former CPS worker who's just really fed up with the system and she goes vigilante on on pedophiles and it's a, there's a four book arc of her kind of figuring out who she is and what she is and that sort of thing. So they're, they're definitely two different. I do have crossover readers, but not a ton. I mean, they're two different beasts, really. Yeah, I started reading your All Good Deeds. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah you right from the start. It, was, uh, it really had me hooked in, so real good oh, stuff. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the way you described the, when that guy was eating those nachos, I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That was a later scene that was added when my editor challenged me to, to fix the beginning. So thank you. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Oh, yeah, it really grabs you right from the, right from the beginning. Uh, so you said you wrote the, in different genres before you kind of found your calling. Uh, were, were you a fan, as a reader, were you a fan of thrillers before? Yeah, I've always read mystery and thrillers. I guess I used to read more romantic suspense, but as I've gotten older, I don't read that as much. And I think originally when I started writing, I didn't really have quite the confidence to write crime fiction and thrillers just because I didn't have a lot of research into, you know, into the police and whatnot, and I thought I was sort of stuck here. And then I got online and started making contacts and started realizing that, you know, I could travel and I could learn things and just, I grew more confident with each book until I finally felt like that's, I was able to do it. Plus, I mean, it's just the, the dark side of human nature is I'm very much fascinated with. I always say if, if I'd understood myself better in college, I would have gone into criminal psychology, but so yeah, I think it's just a matter of learning myself better as I as I started writing. And how long have you been writing for? Let's see. I went back to it in about 2008. Um, my daughter was about three, and I was a stay-at-home mom, and I sort of needed an outlet because even though it was wonderful to be a stay-at-home mom, sometimes you feel like all you are is mom. And I had a really good friend who started reading it and pushed me and pushed me and pushed me, and then... In 2012, I finally submitted and was originally published by a small press. So prior to that, I'd gone. I mean, I wrote when I was in high school and college, but 
prior to 2008, it had been a long time. <laughs> and are you an indie now or? Yes, oh, yes, okay. I'm an indie now. Okay. I'm not opposed to going hybrid, but I'm I'm happily indie right now. Wow, that's pretty impressive because you have a, a pretty you have a lot of books out there. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had to put my head down and really work hard. I wouldn't call it a downside, but that's the one thing about being indie is you've got to build that backlist mm-hmm. um, to really see good return and, and gain a readership. So that's what I've I've and I'm lucky enough to I don't have a day job. This is my day job, so. I've been really lucky that way. Yeah. Well, uh, with, with a kid though, that, uh, that that's a pretty impressive that you've been able to uh, publish so many books. That's a thank you. <laughs> that's a hard job too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was much. Once she started going to school, she was in preschool, I guess, or getting ready for preschool when I started. But when she's in school, um, I get much more done. Summers are definitely tricky. <laughs> so, what are some of your uh, favorite thriller authors in? as a reader, and did they influence you at all when you started to write thrillers? Yeah, Lisa Gardner has always been one of my favorites. And a particular book of hers, Say Goodbye, was kind of a eye-opener for me because that one is one of her FBI thrillers, I think. And it's just so, there's something about it that's so dark. And it really sort of made something click with me that I wanted, that's what I wanted to do. And Karen Slaughter, um, I, I love, love, love her. Uh, her Will Trent series, I think, is awesome, as is her new one, uh, Pretty Girls. And uh, I learn something from both of them every time I write, um, or every time, I'm sorry, every time I read their stuff, you know, I learn. Allison Brennan is another one. Stephen King is great for character development. I mean, he's obviously incredible. Uh, there's a lot of them, really. And so you you said that the the two genres, the two series that you're uh, writing in right now, um, are pretty different. Do you do you write both of them at the same time, or do you have to like tackle each one de- separately to get in the right mindset? Right now, separately, the the Delta Crossroads and Delta Detectives, as of now, are pretty much finished. Um, I am going to put out a new Cage Foster Delta Detectives novella in um, January, but it's going to be the one that was included in an anthology just with some new scenes. And I'm working on the new series, the Aaron Prince series, which is similar in genre to the Lucy Kindle series. So for me, it's very hard for me to, to write in um, two different genres at the same time, or even two different stories. Uh, I'd love to learn how to accomplish that. I know some authors who do, but no, it's really tough, especially like with Lucy, when you're in her head and you're you're thinking like her, she's pretty. She's got some real issues, so it kind of it affects you as um, as how you look at other things. Yeah, and also imagine the uh, the, the subject matter too. Uh, I, uh, my second book is uh, deals with the human trafficking. I remember doing the yeah. research. That whole even just doing that research is kind of like, ugh, you know. It really is. Yeah. It really is. The sad part. I mean, I went to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children in April in D.C. and um, got a a tour of the place and really learned more about how they work. And they primarily, you know, they deal with kids, but the human trafficking, you know, people, when they think of that, they think of of women from other countries. And, of course, that happens, but it's very bad here, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it is is tough. And then when you're a parent, at least for me, as a parent of a of a daughter, it makes you kind of more hyper aware, and um, you know you imagine things that probably aren't going to happen, but you know what could happen. And uh, so, where do you get the ideas for your book? 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, they just sort of pop into my head a lot of times. The Lucy series was actually supposed to be something totally different. You know, I, I, I knew I wanted to write about a killer, basically, but I had to figure out a way to make her, if not likable, make her, you know, some someone that people could at least relate to on some level. So that was <laughs> that was kind of my writing about pedophiles, or, you know, of her targeting pedophiles was really kind of my, the best way to do that, I thought, because lots of us can relate to feeling about them. But otherwise, a lot of it is just, you know, maybe from the news, just anything. It, it's kind of hard. It's, I'm kind of weird. Stuff just kind of pops <laughs> into my head. How is the process for you, the writing process? Like how long, from the time you start doing your research and you start writing, like how long does it take, take you to, to finish writing a book? Three to four months, I would say, from plotting to finish. I try to be faster with than that, but with these books, it's hard to. All Fall Down was really, really difficult. Probably restarted that book three times. But yeah, in general, three to four months. Um, I try to plot pretty extensively, mm. but that doesn't always work. Because sometimes for me, I think it takes away the kind of fun of figuring out as you go, too. And uh, are any experiences, any of your experiences, uh, I, I know that for the subject matter, but any real life experiences uh, in your b books uh, find their way into your books? Yeah, to an extent. I mean, um, well, yeah, in, uh, in Skeleton's Key, um, Danny's mother uh, is diabetic and, and she passed away. My mother is, is thankfully still living, but she's on dialysis and, and she's diabetic and, and, Danny's feelings about her mother very much mirror my own. And there's some of me and Lucy, too. I mean, some of her feelings of, uh, you know, her fear of death and stuff like that. A lot of that is is uh, some of me working its way in there. For the, your two different series, where are usually the stories take place? Is it in the States? Yeah, in the States. I set the Delta Crossroads series in the South simply because... I, you know, I love the South. I've, I've kind of, I'm kind of that romantic Yankee view of it, which is actually how in the second book in Skeleton's Key, my critique partner is from Texas. And she said, you know, you know, she kind of called me on that, of, of having that, that view. And, she, and I just got the idea of what it would be like to transplant a Yankee down there. And actually the Lucy series um, takes place in Philadelphia for the sole purpose that I wanted a death penalty state because of what Lucy's doing. And I didn't want to do New York City because there are so many books set in New York City. So I chose Philadelphia. Also had a reader who was from Philadelphia and was awesome about helping me out with, with different stuff as far as, you know, locations and stuff like that. Did you do a lot of research on locations and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of research on that and then I confirmed them with her and then she gave me some ideas like in, um, and see them run, there is a speakeasy that they go to. And that's based on an actual speakeasy in Philadelphia, which I think is very cool. And the DC setting for the next series, that was kind of a natural progression because Lucy ends up there. And I kind of introduce a character at the end of her series. It's going to start her own series. So, yeah, it just kind of, that's how it worked out. Oh, so the Aaron Prince character started out in uh, in one of the Lucy's books in the last book she's just there she just makes a brief appearance it didn't it didn't work out for the mystery for her to be 
an integral part of it. But there is another character from the Lucy series who will be, who will be pretty active in the Aaron books. So, so now, uh, when you're writing your books, do you find like a television, uh, pop culture, that type of things that influence your writing, or do you try to stay away from that? No, I think it definitely does. I mean, some people have said that Lucy is the female version of Dexter, uh-huh. and uh, I kind of have to agree with that. Although, I mean, that's just a phenomenal character, and Michael C. Hall was amazing. Yeah, definitely. I think even though the CSI effect is very real, um, you know, and, and even Criminal Minds, stuff like that, it's interesting, even even though they're way off base. Um, but you can get some good nuggets of information and ideas. And I watch a lot of, like, true crimes type stuff, too, like on Discovery, the like Lieutenant Joe Kenda and stuff like that. I definitely I definitely learn stuff from those. Oh, two. yeah, I love those shows. That's a, that's a great yeah. that's a great network. <laughs> Yeah. So now, what are some of your challenges when you when you begin to write a, a book? Uh, do you you said like you were one of your books you had you had her start it three times? I hate writing first drafts, and I don't know. I've kind of I've kind of started to wonder if 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 it's because I plot so much, and so then the first draft is super tedious. So I'm kind of trying a different approach with this new Aaron Prince book. I love editing. I I, I love going through the second and third time and layering and all the meat but I hate spitting out the story. The The problem with All Fall Down was just, I knew, I've known the end game of the series for the whole time, and I just had to get Lucy from point A to B at the beginning, and it just wasn't working, and I just went through where I second-guessed myself, and which all I think every writer mm-hmm. <laughs> totally understands that. You know, It really got in my head, and thank God I have a good editor who... who uh, helped me and kind of kicked my butt. I actually emailed her at 11:30 one night with a few four letter <laughs> words and saying I'm done. I'm I'm, not, I'm done. And um, she talked me down. So that's a lot of it is I'm very analytical and I'm very detail oriented and so I need to make sure everything works and I think it's hard for me because like Hemingway said every first draft is you know what? And um, that that's just the hardest process for me because every time I'm writing, I kind of forget that I can go back and fix it, you know, that, that I am capable of, of putting out something that will eventually be readable. <laughs> so that's probably my biggest challenge. That and just, you know, motivation and stuff. When you work from home, it's very easy to get sidetracked and go down the rabbit hole, especially when you research. I, I, I love research and so I can get distracted pretty easily. So that's a constant challenge for me too. And when you start to write, where do you usually write? Do you write in the same place? Yeah, I have an office in my house. Like if I'm out of town, I might go to a coffee shop and uh, something like that. But I usually, um, I have a big monitor at home and everything. So I'm usually writing at home. Maybe that's not, maybe sometimes I think I need to get out. But um, yeah, I I like being at home because then I can kind of do what I want to do. So once you start getting into the writing mode, how's that typical day of you and when it comes to writing you just sit down and write and you like ignore everything or i i wish um <laughs> i always say i want to start writing by nine o'clock and it usually never happens it's usually 10 or ten thirty, and it seems to work better for me if i go back and read what I, read what i wrote the day before kind of edit it and get back into the mindset and then i try very hard to work until pretty much straight through until my daughter gets home at three thirty. I can't, unfortunately, completely shut down, you know, my phone and all that because of my parents and because of her. 
but I, I try to use like antisocial and I have a timer on my desk and music and all those things kind of help me focus. And then, man, once she's home, the focus needs to be on her. So, I, you know, I, I would like to get back to writing and working some at night, but it's tough. There's family stuff and she swims and then by then you're worn out. So I, I try to get everything done in the day. And, you know, usually once I get going, that's my biggest problem getting started. Once I get started, I can, I can really knock out a lot of words. And do, do you write every day? I try to. Lately, it seems like there's always an appointment or a holiday or whatnot. But I find that, you know, if you go too long, not writing in that particular story, sometimes it gets hard to get back into it, get back into that mindset. So I'm trying to be more disciplined about that. Plus, you know, we are, you know, the production schedule, we got to keep putting out books so you don't want to get too far behind do you have like as a goal of of publishing every every few months i have the three books in the aaron prince series i went ahead and put up for sale a pre-order on ibooks um exclusively um so they're there but you know with the way amazon is set up you want to try to get something out there every three months so fortunately i have the shots fired the novella that i'm kind of retooling the Lucy box that will come out in winter or probably in February. But yeah, yeah, you, I, you have to plan ahead and, and try to do, you know, get something out every, uh, you know, every quarter and without sacrificing quality, of course. So, and you know, my editor is very busy, so I have to kind of give her a lot of lead time. Um, thankfully she knows most of the time I miss my deadlines, <laughs> but <laughs> I got to at least try. Yeah, it's tough. We had the, we like the, writing the publishing the marketing that's the hardest part in the marketing and um you know the business part managing it all from from a time point of view that's tough but i'm fortunate that we get to do it that way so are you still continuing on with the lucy kindle series as well or did you wrap that no it was written as a four book series and that that's the arc that's what was planned I guess never say never if I can come if I happen to come up with a second arc that would make sense that would work I might do it I've thought about doing some little shorts with her kind of maybe maybe like her first kills but I don't know but as of right now as of right now it's done and I'm pretty happy with how it is you know mm -hmm. um, in the four books and it, it ended the way I wanted it to so oh, so you're current so you're, right now you're working on the Aaron Prince series yeah, and I've got three books planned, but my hope is that there will be more because it's not, I mean, the Lucy books are very definite arc. You need to read them in order. But the Aaron Prince series is going to be kind of more like, um, you know, uh, Karen Slaughter's Will Trent or uh, Gardner's FBI series. You know, it's best if you read them in order, but they're not that integrated. So, I, you know, my hope is to do several. And I really, I really love your covers too. They, they're Thank really, you. really nice job. Thank you. We just redid some of them. Well, the Lucy ones, my uh, marketing person at the time, she redid. She did a bang up job, and then the Aaron ones, um, another gal did, and I'm, I'm really, really happy with them. And uh, do you still find time to to read? And do you, do you still read thrillers? Or yes, yes, I, I try to read. I haven't read as much lately as I should have. And it's funny because every time I, I take the time to read, I get inspired to write. And I kind of I kind of figure out this is what I need to do in my work in progress. 
it actually happened last night. Um, I try to read, you know, 20, 30 minutes before bed. That's kind of the best time for me um, when the house is quiet. So, yeah, I think it, it's vital, I think, for writers of any genre. And I need to need to get back to my habit. Yeah, I agree with that. There's some some of the uh, writers that I've interviewed don't want to read, especially in their own genre, because they don't want to be influenced. But I, I can't. I like re- I like to read thrillers. I'm not going to stop. So. <laughs> Right. And I, do, I find it inspirational. It's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Like, gets me excited to go back to write. Yeah, and I I used to um, not read as much. And this was a few years ago because I felt sorry for myself because I thought, oh, I'll never be that good. And I compared myself, but I've accepted that I just have to do it to get better. And I mean, I've taken a, you know craft classes and read a lot of craft books and all that, but I have learned just as much from reading people that I consider to be, you know, the top in the genre. So I, I think it's just super important. Your new series, you have it pre-sale, pre-sale so it's on sale right now before it's published? Yeah, uh, it's exclusive to iBooks. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, and uh, they're really great um, about doing that. You can actually do up to a year out. Wow. So, um, yeah, so there, there's three books um, out there. It's uh, Killing Jane, White as Snow, and Depravity. And those are all on, you know, the iBook store. So. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm still a little too chicken. I'm not uh, on that. I don't trust myself to, to, <laughs> to finish on time. So. Well, the thing is, with iBooks, I mean, they're just awesome to authors. And you actually can, you can do up to a year in advance, and you can change your date. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, give yourself four or five months or whatever it takes, you know, and add on, and then you can, if you are if you get lucky and get done, your readers are going to love that your book came out early. But iBooks is very, very good to authors. That yeah, way. it's a big difference from Amazon. They're so strict with their pre-sale. Yeah, yeah they are, and it's just a different yeah. beast. <laughs> so you're wired with, on, with all your books? Yes. Yeah, I have one in KU. It's the standalone that was... It was my first novel. I got the rights back. We completely revamped it, and I put it in KU um, a couple months ago. And it's it's got more downloads and stuff, but it's a standalone. So, yeah, I definitely believe in going in going wide. That's my personal philosophy. So, what's your uh, th- these three books on the, your new series come out? Uh, are you do you have any idea of what you're going to be writing after that, or do, do you wait until you're done? <laughs> Um, right now I have those three planned. Um, I'd like to say in the next couple months, I'll have another couple planned. I do have a little side project that I'm just working on for fun. It's, I guess it'll be a romantic suspense thing, but I don't, I don't know what's going to happen to it. So I'm just kind of in my spare time, just kind of seeing what happens. But, uh, I definitely, I, my focus is on, you know, the Aaron Prince series cause that's my, genre and i want to continue to build that readership and do you get any feedback from readers on the on lucy kendall like were they are they upset that it came to an end or how's the feedback been on that the feedback has been great i mean yeah they were disappointed that it came to an end and there's a big kind of twist in the last book and i wasn't sure what was going to happen and everybody so far has the response has been awesome um all the readers that have been with me from day one read it and they were really happy so that that's been especially as hard as that book was to write it's 
the the feedback has really been wonderful and appreciated. Oh, that is great. And where do you usually interact with your fans, with your readers? Is it on, on Facebook usually, or usually Facebook? I am on Twitter, but I just find that Twitter is so much noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you tweet me, I'll tweet you back. But Facebook is kind of my preferred, you know, thing. Yeah, and your website's a, a very nice uh, website too. Uh, I really like your website. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. We just uh, we updated some stuff. Yeah, my designer is great. I can't take any credit for the website. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I will have for the listeners. I will have links um, as always to uh, to your web- to oh, website, Facebook, and Twitter and stuff. So if if they okay. want to go find you they should be able to do it easily if they're if they're on the, if they're on the website <laughs> but uh, if people are listening you're on uh, stacygreenauthor.com is your main website right yes. yes okay well before we wrap up here um, do you have is there anything else you you would like to share with the with the listeners i'm very proud of the lucy kindle series and i think if if you like dark crime fiction and psychological fiction i think definitely give it a try and I'm just, you know, I'm really proud of what I've put out. And uh, I'm really excited for 2016. I'm excited for, for the Aaron Prince series. It's an all, a whole new challenge, but it's definitely, definitely been a lot of fun. And when does that new book come out, the Aaron Prince? Right now, it's slated for March 22nd. I'm hoping to get it done earlier, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know, it's not just my schedule. It's my editor's schedule and all that, mm-hmm. too, so... Okay, great. Well, it was uh, really nice talking to you about the, your, your, your works and, and, and everything. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Meet the Thriller Author. You can visit our site at get.thrillingreads.com forward slash podcast for more information on our podcasts. And you can also subscribe to this podcast uh, on your favorite podcatcher like iTunes, the most popular one, of course. Uh, Just search for Meet the Thriller Author and you'll find me there. And I'm also on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash meet thriller author love to hear from you love to hear your comments and your feedbacks on the shows and i'll have a new podcast a new interview with a thriller author uh, i'll be posting them every tuesday so stay tuned for that and don't forget to subscribe and please visit my author website at ellenpeterson.com